At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hello and welcome to another episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Uh, we're late. Uh, it's We're recording late. We're, we're publishing late. We're doing everything late because that's how we do things on Off Track. I had a thing the day at the place and, uh, you know, it just didn't work for me. I do think it's been harder to organize this particular episode because everybody's kind of getting busy again after so long in in quarantine with very little to do all of a sudden now things are popping up on our calendars you've got places to go and things to do and largely alex that's because we are going to texas pretty soon yeah we are um weird to start a season in june weird to start it at texas um weird that it's a one-day event uh but all that being said and put aside, I think it's it's really cool and we're very lucky to, to be able to go racing and it uh, didn't come without a lot of effort and kind of um, meeting in the middle from the series, the teams, the state of Texas, the Speedway. So um, very excited and very grateful that, that we get to go do our jobs and uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to go what? one of two ways, I think. <laughs> what's, what's the weirdest part to you? Is it is it one-day event? Is it no fans? Is it the fact that the first race of the season is a super speedway? What what, what element do you think is the weirdest? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those elements. No, I, I, I think it's just, I don't think we've ever gone into a race so, I don't want to say underprepared, but like, with so many question marks, right? So many unknowns. So many unknowns. Um, you know, this is a, a track that we usually go to after we've had a month at, at Indianapolis. So, you know, your Speedway car and, and reference points and, and frame of mind are pretty dialed in. Um, you know, you've you've had six, seven races already in the championship. Um, so, you're, you know, the, the team's, you know, firing on all cylinders. You're starting to look to the second half of the season, so you, you kind of found your rhythm. Whereas now, you're you don't have any of that. Um, you've got a limited kind of uh, a structure as to how the race is going to be run, um, and then to compound all of those things, you've got the, the aero screen, which is you know a, a big difference, not only aesthetically well, but well. But also, Alex, you, you've um, gotten to you've gotten to drive with the aero screen, right? Kind of, yeah, yeah. I had a half day in 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 coda on a road course and then a day at sebring so uh that's super applicable to texas so yeah <laughs> i i sat in a car with the aero screen for the first time today just doing my driver fit how, how was it getting out uh yeah so it, it complicated um a lot mm. of a lot of limbs a lot of a lot of question Four marks of a lot of second guessing um 
And the other thing that I'm super worried about is having to like basically tighten my own belts. I know that's not an issue for you because you're an absolute freak and you leave your belts kind of loose all the time. Uh, but I like my belts <laughs> super tight and nobody can really reach into the car to tighten them anymore. So that's on me. And I don't I don't like you. Well, maybe you need to adjust yourself and come to my side. <laughs> I, I I don't know any other driver that like is super comfortable with their belts loose. I don't know one other guy. They're not loose. They're just not tight. That's mm-hmm. loose. Like, not tight is like loose. They're like loose, warm, right? snug. Yeah, opposite of tight is loose. Not tight is by <laughs> definition loose. I don't know. I don't know. It's not like the, they're disconnected. They're is there, balanced. Is there any part they're of you guys that's like excited about the fact that you, you show up, you practice for an hour, you qualify, you race, and you're done? I mean, Alex, you got to be thrilled about not having to interact with people. But, like, is there something to be said for a one-day event? I don't know what you're saying, Tim. <laughs> I would have to disagree with that wholeheartedly. I love people and spending time with them and getting the opportunity to meet new people. Um, and especially in this day and age, you know, shake their hands. Um, that's something that Give a kiss really excites yeah. me and gets me fired up. Uh, no, I, I think it's... Um, one-day events have been talked about for a long time in IndyCar. Whether they are realistic to, to eventually get to all 17 races being one-day events, I don't, I don't know if that's the case. But you know, certainly in terms of reducing costs and travel time and, and all of that, it's, it's been considered and thrown around. So um, this is, in a way, an inadvertent trial run for that sort of thing. And hey, honestly, if it all goes really well and without goes off without a hitch, then yes, it could be. Uh, a preview potentially of what the future looks like and honestly we've been in these situations before where we've had rain delays or you know some sort of scheduling issue that forced us to do most of if not the entire race event in a single day so it's it's a weird thing to know that we're we're doing it from the get-go and and approaching it that way but We've had to adapt on race weekends before for, for similar kind of things. And so I honestly don't think the, the one-day format is necessarily going to be too, too bizarre. It does make for a very long day. There's no doubt about it. A practice of qualifying and a race all on, all on the same day. But I think, the, I think the crews are up for it. I think the drivers are up for it. And yeah, like Alex said, it could actually kind of set the stage for doing this voluntarily, you know, for non-pandemic reasons in the future. Well, can I just share what I'm what I'm feeling a little bad about with everything going on? Nope. <laughs> so, Alex, oh, hey. oh God, he's All still right. he's trying to talk. All right, fine. Pink with everything, go for with it. everything starting to go back to normal, it's just upsetting because. At the start of this pandemic, I was like the elder, right? Like everyone's like, I don't know how I'm going to deal with being at my house all the time with no end in sight, just having to find something to do at home 24-7. It was like, hey, I'll show you the way. I've been doing this for literally years. I'm the expert (laughs) on how to spend time without leaving your home. And now it's like everybody else gets back to normal and I'm just going to still be the only person just, you know at my place by myself all the time watching Parks and Rec. And it's just like for a while I was the expert on something. Yeah. No, well, that's Tim, super depressing. You did, um, you know, take the step financially into investing in some sort of simulation program. <laughs> I did get yeah, iRacing. iRacing. And let me say so, this. I'm terrible. Uh, well, I mean, it's astounding Alex that I can and I can't really criticize car. anybody for that. <laughs> I mean, I did. I did podium an event, James. I don't know if if you did, but I did. So. What event? Uh, my guest V eight 
appearance at Watkins Glen. That is true. Guys, Was there's, there's absolutely, race? there's only one yeah. I race. <laughs> you think I did it on like qualifying up front? Whatever, you just, like, you just Daniel speed and, and merit? Race for you. you know, potentially she could have done a better job. But no, 100% was reverse grid. But here's the thing, James. They do reverse grids not... Is it based on qualifying? Yeah, it was based... No, you'd be the I one know, I would somehow ask. like I was I was in that little like range where I think I qualified like 19th mm-hmm. and there was 30 odd cars. So I started 19th. It's just people on reverse good races in the V8 Supercar Championship like shunt everyone. <laughs> like, Guys, 14 cars in turn one. There has yes. been exactly one I race that anybody has cared about. And obviously I'm talking about the better halves, the wag, the wag race. Yep, the better half invitational. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna were there. I'm not gonna disagree with you, Tim. It was widely regarded as the most entertaining iRace of quarantine. And we do know that there were many of them. And uh when we come back, we are gonna talk to two of the stars of said better half invitational. But before we chat to them. Before we chat to them? You want to try that again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what's wrong with that. You're an that, idiot, that James. That makes sense to me. Is what, before we chat sense? to them, is that a thing? Is that a Canadian thing? But before we chat, before we chat to them, before we chat with them, or talk or to talk them. to them. Oh, he's gonna what? talk at us. Is that Canadian? Because I think it might be a Canadian thing. I'm believing. First of all, I'm oh, believing wow. all of this in. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah, you chat to. Them. to oh, well, so that okay. Chat to them, them. To, but you're chatting you with chat somebody. With. I was yeah, chatting, chatting with. What did I say? You said Ch- chat I was chat to. to. I was chatting to Alex the other day. No, you were chatting with Alex the other day. Wow, yeah, it's a good point. 100%. I can't believe it was noticeable enough for you to call that out. I know, but I'm I'm actually happy because I. I'm a stickler for yeah. Well, you're a writer, so you should know grammar and, and again, stuff. Is I he? Can't, I can't stress this enough. I'm leaving all of this in the podcast. So well, if anybody can't wants stress to stress this enough, in. you're on thin ice from the beginning. So just calm down. And Alex, <laughs> yes, he is. We both acknowledged it on Twitter this week after his very well written article in the uh, the Saturday oh, evening post. That was that wasn't me. I don't run my Twitter account. No, I hacked. <laughs> yeah tim do you run do you run his twitter account (laughs) i don't run it but i post some stuff there unauthorized from time to time that's fair that's fair okay well then in that case before we chat with or talk to these people this hey guys thanks so much for listening alex and i really appreciate it tim he's kind of wavering on it but nobody really cares what he thinks If you like what you're listening to, we would really appreciate you going and giving us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. That would be awesome. So before we went to break, um, James got a grammar lesson. (laughs) What I really want to point out that's more interesting is he mentioned the fact that we were going to talk to these people. And I'm just wondering if that's also a Canadian term for your wife. Because um, 
I in was, America, I was, that, that wouldn't go down so well. That's I was, all I deserve, Alex. I was, <laughs> he was trying to keep the mystery. I get it. He exactly. The mystery of the I mean, if I had said, if if I had said that we're interviewing Kelly and Becky after the break, people would have stopped tuning in after the break. <laughs> And that's, no, see, Alex, the that's what gets you that's what gets you in trouble in Canada. <laughs> Not the first one, that one. That's where you get it. I love it's you. Fine. I made myself dinner before this, and I didn't make you any, and it's waiting for me in the fridge. So. That sounds James, about right. I feel I better about that. You could cook, it's a salad, Alex. Yeah. Let it go. It's half a. It's, you cooked salad. I it's, cooked a salad. What did you cook? <laughs> it's it's half a salad. It's tuna salad. Uh, so speaking <laughs> of didn't know that you were good at anything, um, you guys, Kelly and I'm Becky, still the salad. <laughs> were absolutely mind-bogglingly boggingly phenomenal. All right, here, yeah. grab a lesson for him now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I can't you corrected say it. it. Now the pressure's wow. Okay, hang on, hang um, on. For, there you go. for those for those that don't know what we're talking about, the Better Half Invitational was an iRace event for charity that was put on in honor of all the better halves of the drivers that have spent basically all of quarantine playing video games. And they have put up with a lot of hours of us on the sim. They've had to bring us meals on our sim. They've had to deal with us being absent and angry. <laughs> at, oh, sorry. Did Kelly not do that? No. It's all right. Becky cooked me a salad and brought it. (laughs) So easy to eat while you're racing. Or I made some noise over that salad for hours. I bet you were sweating from the heat of the stove. (laughs) Although one time I did bring wine and glasses. She did do that. That's true. Well, um, that's for yourself. It really was. But but no. So they, they did genuinely put up with a lot. And so we wanted to do something fun and give them a crack at iRacing. And... At first, we were a little unsure as to the kind of buy-in we were going to get, who was all going to be on board. It ended up being an incredible turnout. We had 19 drivers show up. Um, all of them have been have partners that have been heavily involved in iRacing. It was for charity, $100 buy-in. Winner kind of takes all to charity of their choice. And, uh, and as Alex was saying, two of the stars of the show and two drivers that surprised and impressed a lot of people were Kelly Mossop and Becky Dalton slash Hinchcliffe. I don't know why you were surprised. I wasn't surprised Um, at all. I had full confidence. Because literally literally your nickname in terms of driving is Cautious Kelly. And Becky's Um, been in four separate accidents. So I haven't been in four separate accidents. I've been been in two. I'm a good driver. This is annoying. (laughs) You are a good driver. You've never been pulled over. I have never been pulled over. That's my favorite stat about Becky. She's never been pulled over, but she has had a ticket because she got a photo ticket once. But she in will, Ohio, she will. Ne- that's a, that's a place. You can't just say it like <laughs> I it's mean, not it a place. Count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So guys, Becky, I guess we'll start with you. Were you excited at the prospect of getting to iRace? I was so excited when you went iRacing for the like the first race when this all became a thing at the beginning. You went to downtown and use that sim so so, um i sat in the seat and and loved it ever since wait kelly you and i raced together that's what no like we tried it together at the same time and we both 
we both did well. And that's when we knew we wanted to race people because we were actually good. Yeah. You, were you did better good. than me. They thought I was good until they realized I wasn't full throttle the whole time. <laughs> True. Cautious Kelly. But you fixed that. And I was well, also riding the Here's the, the amazing thing race, so. about, about Kelly was... So she kept getting the two corners mixed oh, no. up. I thought there were only two. Well, they're kind of are. two ends of the track. One of those old two corner corners. ovals. Yep. And um, so she, she, she kind of got confused. So I, what I just told her was I said, in three and four, no matter what, uh, any situation, you are never allowed to lift. He Period. says this so politely. He yelled at me every time. <laughs> you never lift between three and four. Like, I don't care never. if you're three wide, four wide on the inside, outside, if people crash in front of you. And here's what got her her result in the second race was there was a like a five-car shunt in front of her, and she just didn't lift. <laughs> also, we call the- that a Ferrucci. <laughs> We call we call a lot of things a Ferrucci. Well, now, yeah, but before it was just that. Uh, but hey, that uh, uh, that works. So, Good job, because you got second I, in racing. I have two. a question. I have a question, and this is more directed at Becky and Kelly. Um, on the broadcast, Townsend Bell kind of awkwardly talked about how uncomfortable things were with his wife, and he's like, "Oh, you should never teach your wife how to drive. My kids have to do it." And then, like, it was a little weird. Did you guys have any of that, or was it a totally comfortable experience, you know, helping Becky get through it, <laughs> helping... Uh, Kelly and Alex seem Kelly to be frozen, sticks. so... <laughs> I don't know. How, how did Sorry, you guys find that? Uh, Becky, Kelly, having having your, your husband and, and boyfriend, respectively, be your, like, driver coach? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> he was very... <laughs> He was he was very patient, but like our relationship was on the line, and I think that's why <laughs> I tried so hard. <laughs> oh no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Just, it's true. It's okay. James mentioned divorce in our. It's the first time. Coaching. So did Alex. You're, We're you're just flat, dating. You're flat through four, or we're getting a divorce. Yeah, I see that. I, that's no, so like that. no, I, I did. Yeah. I did say that. Here was yeah, he here did. was where we he got into. Did. James got really mad at me for one part of it. I got I got very mad at one part because Alex, as as you know, when you're on an oval, right, there are such things as toe laps and no toe laps, and obviously a no toe lap is you running around by yourself. A toe lap is when you've managed to pick up the draft of another car, and it greatly improves your pace on an oval. Becky decided that she didn't like being twelfth even though she was driving great laps by herself, was running really well in traffic, and refused. And I'm saying, I'm saying refused. I mean flat out refused to continue unless I set her up to get some big toe PR lap. And I was saying, Becky, that's not what this race is about. You don't need a toe lap to be good. You're driving great. Just keep running in traffic. That's the key. And she got so upset. and was like, no, I'm 12th. I suck. I'm not doing well. And is that what I sounded like? Oh, you sounded way worse than that. I'm being <laughs> Wait, very, I'm sorry, very I'm nice. Sorry. Becky, was that not you talking just then? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I had to, I, I literally had to, we, we got started yelling at each other. It's like she refused to acknowledge that I've been racing for like 25 years. And it's like my opinion mattered 
Zero. It, it was completely irrelevant until she got a good lap. I need the PR lap. So she got the PR lap, and then she was fine. So Kelly um, kept getting confused with um, the adjectives that one would use in racing, such as lift or follow that car <laughs> or turn more. I feel like um, this is turning into a therapy session. Roll the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, those, that's those... mid race. That's one of the big mistakes that I made was I was using racing vernacular, assuming that everybody spoke it, and that's obviously not true. So, okay, Becky, I wrote notes. She's she's actually made notes of quotes of what I've said. So we're just gonna actually let her read this. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be good. Okay, so I already mentioned never lift between three and four. We've been over this. You're lifting too hard. You're lifting. Wait, sorry. You're lifting too hard. You're not lifting enough. You're turning <laughs> too early. You're turning too late. And then he also had to explain the turns to me a bunch of times. And I thought there were only two. Uh, and then he told me, what kind of track would that be at? Hate to see you at a 12 course, 12, 12 quarter race course. Wait, road course. <laughs> Close. Mm-hmm. And then uh, over and over, he told me how good I was when I was alone, and then I turned to when I get into traffic. Over and over, he told me we've been over this. This sounds like all the it things that I yell at my six-year-old daughter when I have her on my lap when yeah. we're doing eye racing. It's like, it God damn it, Hazel. You just, you're it not was apexing. It was fascinating to me. Well, it's fascinating to me, Tim, that you think you could coach anyone how to drive, but it's fascinating <laughs> to me that Kelly... And probably Becky, and I think probably all the girls, like actually got pretty comfortable and confident when they were running by themselves. But as soon as another car appeared, it's like they forgot everything. So I didn't see, see obviously I didn't see any of their practice. What I did see during the race, though, was like them running really well in traffic for the most part. I mean, there were a few big, big shunts. There were a few big accidents, but everybody ran really well. And after they, they messed up and there were wrecks. Handled it way more professionally than you guys do. Oh, like the, apologize? Without yeah, a so doubt. Light. It was a way more professional race than any of ours. The racing was cleaner. The attitudes were better. The race director at one point was the same one that ran all the IndyCar races. And he came on and told all the girls, wow, you guys are way nicer than your partners are. Oh, we what? apologize profusely. Yeah, and I was totally fair. I would do something or something would happen either... Someone clipped me from behind and I could see someone flying in my rear view. And I turned to James. And I said, whose fault was that? Who did that? Did I do it? And he would say either yes or no. And if he said no, I'd say, well, should I, should I apologize anyway? Should I just say sorry anyway? And he's like, I mean, if you feel that you might need be to do the that. Canadian. So I get on. I think it's the Canadian. I get on and say sorry. And then they'd say, it's okay. And then I'd be like, she said it's okay. She blamed no, me. No, it wasn't the That's Canadian, bull. Tim. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, literally, they would be on track together, and someone would do like a good turn one and two, and it'd be like, oh, oh, good job, babe. How did you How did you do that? That looked really good. Can you tell me how you did that corner? So, I mean, do, do you guys, how, how did you like it? Do you want to do more of it? Do you want to do more eye racing? Did, do, did you learn anything? I would do a weekly league. I, I had so much fun doing it. I feel like it's kind of book club, but for a different genre of people, <laughs> you know? Um, what, people that don't read? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes. Um, and you know what? I found it really interesting because I learned a lot from it, I think. You know, even just with the PR lap stuff, just like watching practice, watching the guys practice and seeing who's first and last. I, I told Alex and James this. I didn't realize that those times really don't matter a lot of the time on 
road courses. Ovals. No, ovals. ovals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I didn't learn that much. <laughs> um, well, no, but like you guys, you guys were getting anxious and your heart rates were up and like... You, oh, I was you, so anxious. I could never do that for real. Were you nervous? Um, I was really nervous. And the first few times wrecking was nerve wracking and I was really scared to do it. Just the vibration of the chair was enough to scare me. So I can't really, I can't really fathom how you you know the possibility of going three wide into a corner of the, the, the devastation that could happen and you guys just do it. I don't understand how you can yeah, we're pretty handle dumb. that. I would need to be on so many pills to. to <laughs> That's super. To turns out they really don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I will never pass a drug test if we ever. Yeah. <laughs> so Kelly, how did you find it? What was what was your uh, favorite and least favorite part? Okay, my favorite part. Uh. <laughs> It was fun. It was fun. It was great to connect with all the girls, especially after we haven't seen each other in so long. But it was stressful and it was much harder than I thought it was going to be. I thought that it was going to be easy and it wasn't. There were so many things you had to pay attention to and I wasn't prepared for that. And it made me terrified that you guys do that in real life because I was scared and would take my hands off and be terrified when I'd hit the wall. And I can't imagine actually doing that. Like, I'd be so scared to hit the wall. And I was it was a video game. It wasn't even real life. <laughs> and also just watching the car flip. Like, you were yeah. watching the screen and you could see That's the car That's super fake. Flipping. I know it's fake. <laughs> and, yeah, they don't normally barrel just, roll 23 times, but... But some no. of them are realistic and some of them it's just you're, you're wondering what's happened. And... You're wondering who's coming that's going to smoke my car when I'm upside down on the track. That's a true feeling. That's a real feeling. Yeah, that one's legit. Yeah. I don't get it. All right, so there's going to be what sounds to me like the coolest book club in the world. Uh, so I guess my biggest question is, how do I get in on this? How do I get in on the WAG you book oh, you club? Can play you, you have to start dating a driver. I mean, I'm basically, I feel like I'm a WAG there was an invitation years ago for a uh, for a party that was it was wag at it was wives and girlfriends and Tim. So I think <laughs> yeah, it was Emma Emma Dixon sent that out. I feel like I nice. I, I want to get in on this. I can't stress this enough. You guys will beat me. I, no, we like, I I believe that. I mean, we've seen it now, Tim. I want you to understand something, Alex. I don't know if you know this. If you didn't watch back the broadcast, but we did the math on the number of so. One of the big issues with the iRacing that we did with IndyCar was that they released the track and, and open practice sessions six days before the race. And so guys were inevitably pounding around laps for six straight days. And it was exhausting and people spent way too much time doing it. And so for this race, we purposely didn't tell everybody what the car track combination was until Friday, the day before the race. Now, <clears throat> that didn't stop people from practicing on different cars and different tracks just to get used to iRacing. But just the official sessions, so just from Friday morning until Saturday at 1 o'clock, whatever, the 19 drivers that were in the Better Half Invitational combined did over 7,600 laps of practice. These guys were committed. How many hours did you do in that first day? Five and a half hours. Five and a half hours. What I mean, do, do you guys know... Uh, Becky Kelly, do you do you know how many laps you each did in practice? You do a million. You would have been <laughs> over the first day. You would have been around. You probably would have been close to five hundred laps. No, 
Yeah, the first day they, were, like they, they, they ran a similar amount on the Friday, and she was at like 260 at the end of Friday. And then. So more than that. You wouldn't practice that much Saturday. But, anyways, mm. a, 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 lot. a bunch. A shit brick of laughs. <laughs> they were committed. They were committed. And, yes. like, so on race morning, so she had five and a half hours on Friday. And race morning, the race official practice started at one thirty, and she was like super panicked that we weren't in there before noon. Like she wanted to be there at eleven forty to be logged on at noon and get more like. And she was getting angry at me. Like we've got to go, we got to get there, we got to get in the set, I got to practice. Ah. We again, just a flawless impersonation. I thought that was her talking again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the resemblance. I'm sorry, but you did so good. You did really well. I was very impressed. So should we start a should we start a league for the girls? Uh, yeah, I'm down for sure. Nope. <laughs> or Alex isn't down. I can't decide. That's not. She she will not be participating. Um, I'll, I will. I will, I will Daniel Abbott yes. it for Kelly. I will Take be Kelly. Kelly's place. Not that I want. Daniel who? <laughs> Thanks, Becky. No. <laughs> Abbott. So Tim's going to enter under Kelly Rossi's name and uh, and. Okay, so wait, I do have a question. Were there any drivers that you were a little weary of when you were around them? I'm definitely, like, asking yep. you guys to call oh, people yeah. out. Are you going to call them out? Kate, yeah. It was funny, though, because Liz Power rear-ended <laughs> me, like, so hard during the, what practice was it, the race. first practice race. I was, like, feeling so confident and doing so well, and I was so excited, and then she just nailed me from behind. But it was fine. Because after Will Power, Will Power, her her husband, posted a Heard story saying it really wasn't her fault because she had absolutely no idea what she was doing. <laughs> but frankly, none of us did. So I would have done the same thing. So I couldn't That's be funny. that mad. But that was the first time I swore over the, the radio. I remember I didn't have the headset on and Alex held it to my face as I pushed the button and said, what the heck? <laughs> well, because like I was mad for her. I was like, you need to call her oh, out on that. Yeah. And she didn't have a headset on. So I reached for it and pushed the button and was like, yell at her. <laughs> I wish I heard that. Well, oh, nobody man, in the Power sure family ever swears over a radio in a race. It's true. Or on iRacing. <laughs> also uh, true. Can we, just before we wrap this up, I feel like we should say congratulations to Lauren Cannon. Oh, Lauren yeah. Cannon, super impressive. She we did, we did two races, and race two, the grid was... So race one, you qualified, normal. Race two, the grid was set. Reverse finishing order of race one. So Lauren had won the first, no, came second in the first race by like thousands of a second. It was a photo finish across the line with Gracie Norton, who's Jack Harvey's girlfriend, Lauren Kanan, and Becky. Congratulations on your podium finish. Um, and then they inverted the grid and, you know, Becky drove back up to fifth. And uh, Gracie drove back up to third, but Lauren drove all the way back up to the lead and won the race. So her I average finish. so bad for Emma Dixon, though. She, Gracie, she was really pushing for first, and then she hit some kind of car. Yeah, there was a car on the track. Towards the end. Like, yeah. It was like lap 22. Somebody spun out in 3-4, and yeah, she was running for the lead. Actually, Emma's a funny story because in the practice day, Scott wasn't there. And her force feedback was turned off. And when your force feedback's turned off, it's actually surprisingly difficult. This is going to sound silly to drive the car in a straight line. The corners aren't too bad, but going straight is oh, actually really yeah, difficult. Just, 
Yeah, you're not. It's so not, easy you to just yeah. feel the feedback. So you're right. Yeah. So like small and and so on the practice day, like Emma couldn't drive straight. Like her car was all over the track, left, right, left in a straight line. The corners was fine, but in the straightaways, it was like really she watched hard out for to Emma run. on the Friday. But then on by Saturday, Scott came and changed all the settings and helped her out a bit, and she was dynamite. She was really good. Yeah, well, you know, Change one of these days, the, the Dixon family will uh, get some Change luck. Change the driver. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, no. I mean, just from a spectator's point of view, it was really fun, Kelly, Becky, to watch you guys race. Um, I Thanks. personally didn't watch uh, Alex or James do any eye racing. Um, so that was no, the only eye racing experience I had was watching you guys. It's the so. only eye racing thing I've watched, that's for sure. <laughs> And, like, I even watched it after the fact. I was live coaching at the time, as I think most of the partners were, and we went back and actually watched the broadcast over, which I have never done for an iRacing event. Well, guys, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, and I'm glad that it gave you some sense of, uh, you know, what we kind of go through, I guess? For sure. And that Absolutely. you... Absolutely. Yeah. It was eye-opening. All the girls said that. A lot of the girls said that. They did, yeah. Because it, it it's, the, it's, the, it's the focus that's required, right? And like the kind of... And it's addicting. It is addicting. You guys, you got proper addicted. It was kind of weird. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, that's all right. Are you guys going to get a sim for her at the house? Yeah, I think, I think now I've got permission. Now that I know that she likes it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now it's her idea, so it's, sure. it's totally good. I, I was walking the dogs. Well, the there goes the bedroom really I about... use. Yes, no, that's, that's <laughs> definitely gone. That's definitely gone. But uh, thank you for participating in it, and I'm glad you guys both Thanks enjoyed for organizing it. it. That was and you awesome. both did awesome. Overall, I think Kelly was, what, fourth, third? You were third overall between the two races, and Becky was fourth overall between the two races. So averaged out. Because I think Lauren I was first. Remember. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lauren was first with a first and a second. Gracie was second with a first and a third. Kelly, you had a second and a sixth? Fifth. Second and a fifth. And you had a third and a fifth. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, and you were third. You raised over six thousand dollars. And you raised over six thousand dollars, which Lauren uh, had nominated Riley's Children's Hospital here in Indianapolis to receive it. And so uh, yeah, some very happy people there. So a great cause, and over twenty thousand views on YouTube. It was pretty fun. So we're gonna get a league going. Alex is very big fan of that. <laughs> Well, Tim's checked out, which is totally fine. So on that note, we're going to thank Kelly Mossip and Becky Dalton Hinchcliffe for coming on the show. And thanks for tuning in, guys. And we will see you guys on the next episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Tim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Tim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Tim. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.